BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Katie Green, our newswoman, has the day off. But even on her day off, she's working as she texted me the latest picture of Brittany. Brittany looking rough. And uh, Katie's text was, looks like the conservatorship was a good call. Yeah, I think dad (laughs) might be somewhere saying, okay, I'll take my apologies whenever you want to bring them as soon as this falls completely apart or she's dead. Because Brittany is off of the rails, it would appear. One of the great aspects of this particular show is that we have many interests in common and can discuss them and argue about them and bring you the latest on them. And then there are areas that are (laughs) non-overlapping. For instance, I don't care if Britney Spears uh, cures cancer or gets shot into space. (laughs) I just don't care. (laughs) I just, I find it hard to believe that you would... If you saw the headline, Britney Spears shot into space, you would just say, whatever. Ho-hum. Or, I don't care. Or former Disney child star cures cancer. Oh, look, it's Britney Spears. You'd also say, whatever. Ho-hum. America's jailbait songstress has cured the most dread disease in the history of mankind. Ho-hum, says I. <laughs> How well... You run this experiment on, uh, you know, a hundred girls, a hundred blessed by genetics, attractive girls. Make them a sex pot before they're even old enough to know what sex is. 
surrounded by adults who are profiting from them and allowing them to do whatever they want as long as they continue money coming in. Mm-hmm. How many people don't end up like, how many people even live to be as old as Brittany is now? 41 or whatever she is. Right, right. Yeah, I God. absolutely see your point. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It is unbelievable. It's sick. Don't I tell you what, I won't tell you how to raise your kids except this. Number one, don't abuse them. Number two, in a related story, don't get him into show business. Oh, God. Oh. Anyway, uh, we have a lot to squeeze in in the final hour of the week. Looking forward it's to just it. just in. Elon Musk has announced that X spacecraft has launched Britney Spears into space. She will be the first pop singer on Mars. Checking my pockets for dams to give. I have none. Let's take a fond look back at the week that was the Friday tradition cow clips of the week. Hillary inundating parts of the Southwest with torrential rain. Stop misgendering people. That's bigotry. Go away. It's a question. Please go away. Who cares how rude we are? I, I don't mind. The if you die. I die a lot quicker than you are. I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, <laughs> and my cat. But all kidding aside. Yeah, he's an idiot. Sorry. Maybe we should start referring to him as Commander of the Cabana rather than Commander-in-Chief. Former President Donald Trump says he is going to turn himself in on Thursday to be arrested. Trump said Willis thought I was a flight risk to fly far away, maybe to Russia, 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 share a gold dome suite with Vladimir. (laughs) Is this insane or what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Children are being asked to identify their pronouns, and this is now part of the 10-year-old curriculum. That's why I'm introducing the daily COVID shot. Every day you get a shot. By the time you get to your car, you got no immunity, but it's a beautiful 39 seconds. (laughs) The bus will go here, and then the bus will go there, because that's what buses do, and it's weird. I mean, the next stage is is violence. Are you worried that they're going to try and kill you? Why wouldn't they try and kill you? They're savage animals. If former President Trump is convicted in a court of law, would you still support him as your party's choice? Please raise your hand if you would. We also cannot succeed when the Congress spends trillions and trillions of dollars. Those rich men north of Richmond have put us in this situation. Because the dollar's not worth enough. It's being overtaxed. People are just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Who's a rich man? Who's a rich man? The more I think of that, if Donald Trump is convicted in a court of law, will you still support him? Show of hands question, the more I loathe it. Convicted of what, Brett? Jaywalking? Yes, I would support him. Obstruction of justice? Wow, I'd have to think really hard about that. Mass murder? I would not support him. How am I going to answer that with a show of hands? What a Jacassian question. Right. Also from the debate, I did catch Chris Christie was on Neil Cavuto yesterday. And Chris Christie has no chance of getting the nomination, I don't think. But he got into a little back and forth with Ramaswamy on the debate stage the other night in which he said that, uh, hey, Ramaswamy, You said that uh, what Trump did was, I think, unconscionable or something like that, some word like that, on January 6th. And Ramaswamy said, I never said any such thing. 
Well, then, yesterday on the Neil Cavuto show, they showed the page in the book in which Ramaswamy does say that. He he does have quite the history of, I mean, because I saw the video from a couple of weeks ago where he said, hey, look, climate change is real, and we need to learn how to deal with this. So he 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 really covers a lot of angles of a lot of stories. Uh, you know, I promoted this three hours ago on the show, and I did not deliver, and I apologize deeply for that. Jared Six Bourbons in writes six yes that's uh that's that's you know you're serious as my buddy gordy would say he went deep (laughs) (laughs) listen boys it's almost midnight where i live on the east coast and i'm six bourbons deep after an absolute s day at work so buckle up because i am feisty while catching up on the debate wow so rotten day at work Late at night, he's six drinks in and thinks, I ought to see what happened on the debate. Sex? No. Listen to music? No. Eat a pizza? You know what I'm going to do? Even watch a movie or something? <laughs> watch a, a two-hour debate. That's a damn good American. Yeah, That's what absolutely. I say. And a damn good customer for the good folks at Woodford Reserve. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Vivek said that we are in a dark moment and we are in an internal civil war. Well, F him and F that. We need someone who can have a civil and respectful conversation with our neighbors who happen to have different views on legitimate policy questions. I can't find a single issue for which he has deeply held beliefs. He only cares about getting viral clips on social media and is the exact opposite of what I value in a leader. He obviously, he absolutely sucks thanks for coming to my ted talk jared (laughs) dude if you're even three bourbons in and you write that well and that grammatically accurately and funny ah, well done sir now maybe you love vivek and you hate his point of view i'm just saying for a drunk guy that's some really good writing i'm just drunk vivek says a lot of great things that i agree with completely but he does as i said and i mean this is easily documented he does take both sides of a number of things and every minute i feel like he's trying to sell me his 10-part class on flipping properties for profit etc so i don't he gets a bump in the polls out of the debate though uh that could be i i say this sincerely i think the more you're exposed to him the less you like him mm. That's been my experience. I know others disagree, and I respect your opinions, which are wrong, but I respect them. Uh, I wanted to point out the most over-the-top thing I heard yesterday on MSNBC. We'll have that coming back and a hilarious reaction to that. Among other news stories, we're going to try to jam in this last hour. And something I came across uh, from a, a college teacher about a trend in college right now I was uh, kind of astounded by it. Uh, I, I posited earlier in the show that government schools are in a San Francisco-like death spiral. And I mean that sincerely. As more and more teachers are quitting with worse and worse education, more and more radical indoctrination, driving more and more kids out of public schools, it looks like a death spiral to me, but you know, this is higher education. My son, they have their first football game tomorrow, actual game. Oh, cool. And they've only been practicing for a couple of weeks, and these are pretty little kids. And I just, my my feeling is from observing a little of the practices, most of them don't have the slightest idea what they're doing. It's going to be interesting to watch how this works out, and I assume the other team's in the same situation. 
I'm guessing the playbook is more like a pamphlet. Yeah, well, yeah, I think the plays are, well, I know the plays are very, very simple, simple, but like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not sure that half of them would know what a first down is or anything like that. Oh, really? I, I don't, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm just observing. And oh. I'm not blaming a coach or the coach is amazing. Oh my God. He got so lucky with the coach that he got just, oh, you know, you're talking about teachers. That's what coaches are or should be. Um, mm-hmm. I just got really, really fortunate with the coach, but it's just, you oh, know, they're so good. Football is yeah. an incredibly complicated game. And if you're showing up to it, kind of tabula rasa, like a lot of the kids sure. are, it's <laughs> occasionally I have in my life as a guy who grew up with sports and playing sports, run into somebody, perhaps a, an attractive young woman uh, who is utterly unfamiliar with it. And you quickly realize, oh, that's right. There's a hell of a yeah. lot to this game. Yeah, there is a lot to know. Yeah. And I suppose over years, the coaches have figured out, like, for these first games of the season, what we need to know is the people that hold handle the ball, you go that direction. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's probably fairly <laughs> basic. Anyway, it'll be something to watch. A lot more on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We broadcast from the West Coast, so there's two cable shows that I check every night because both Fox and MSNBC do 11 o'clock shows. On the East Coast, it's 11 o'clock, but it's 8 on the West Coast, and there's a lot of news that's happened since the 5.30 evening news. And so I take in those newscasts, and uh, the whole Trump booking thing was happening like late in the day, West Coast time. So I want to check in on that. So this is MSNBC, their 
11 p.m. East Coast show and how it started. Today was one of those days you are going to remember for the rest of your life. And this is the mugshot that the world is never going to forget. Former President Donald Trump becoming the first president of the United States of America to have his mugshot taken. Today is one of those days you're going to remember the rest of your life. I mean, does he... The mugshot no one will ever forget. Is that <laughs> is that true in his life? That this is a day you'll remember forever? A week from now, I'll say, oh, that's right. They mugshotted Trump, but he sold a bunch of T-shirts. Right. We got this text. 9-11, the day of my marriage, getting home from Iraq, spending my first night in a house I bought. Those are days I won't forget. Trump's mugshot? Who gives an ass? <laughs> Attaboy. But seriously, I understand this game. I'm in it, too, to get ratings and ears and eyes. But is that the way that side feels? You know, I think some of their staffers are like really dyed in the wool nut job lefties. Some of them are just thinking there's so much money in this. A certain number of people believe this crap. I'm going to spoon feed it to them and get rich. All right. I, I, I don't know. I blame it's somebody, his, probably my parents, that I can't stomach that sort of thing. It's but, his uh, fourth indictment. They just didn't do the other mugshots and the other ones, but they could have. They just did. What? Tell me if I'm wrong. It's like being invited to your buddy's fourth wedding, and it's like a destination, and it's going to cost $10,000, and you're like, seriously? (laughs) (laughs) The fourth indictment I'm supposed to get all crazy about? Oh, geez. Uh, different story. I saw this in the San Francisco Chronicle. You know, musician Carlos Santana. Ah, yes, of course. Guitar player. Not really my cup of tea, but he's a big classic rock guy. Anyway, Carlos Santana, who grew up in San Francisco, he played at Woodstock. That's how old he is. Um, he grew up in San Francisco, delivered a speech. The San Francisco Chronicle said this. Delivered a speech laced with anti-transgender remarks during a recent performance, telling the audience, quote, a woman is a woman and a man is a man. That those, That is now anti-transgender, quote-unquote. That's their sentence that they used to indicate that he delivered a speech laced with anti-transgender remarks. A woman is a woman and a man is a man, he said. And everybody's beautiful, and let's accept them. Old hippie, How dare he? <laughs> old hippie musicians from San Francisco are now right-wing ultra-mega bigots, I guess, when it comes to that issue. You know what's a weird blind spot among the, the radical left types? Um, and, and I think some of them are actual neo-Marxists. They are trying to fire up ethnic and sexual minorities to bring about the Marxist revolution because they failed with the working class, etc. Um, I absolutely believe that's what they're trying to do. The chicks from Black Lives Matter, they said, first of all, we're trained Marxists. That's what they are trying to do. But there's a lot of like soft-headed sheeple who just think they're doing the right thing. And the one blind spot they have that I can't figure out is, okay, You've never said a word in your life about this stuff. You never even heard this theory slash philosophy until like a couple, two, three years ago. Now you're screeching that anybody who's like not like 100% down with it is a monster. Don't you have to like explain how you've become the John the Baptist of teaching little kids they're the other sex? Like, within a single presidential administration? 
I mean, if I started screaming that there have to be five houses of Congress, no president, and the Supreme Court ought to be kangaroos, wouldn't I have to say I learned about this a couple of years ago and I've thought about it? You can't just screech that this is the only way to think all of a sudden. Do you know what I'm saying? Your Honor, this is a kangaroo court. <laughs> you are you are right. Probably an unfortunate choice of animals, to illustrate my point. <laughs> but don't you have to at least throw me a couple of words and, yeah, I know I, I haven't been screaming this until last fall when I went to a school board <laughs> meeting, but yes, I believe every five-year-old should learn about the gingerbread person. No, they just scream that that's the only way to think it. Anybody who doesn't is an evil hater, and I wish you were dead. And that's been true for two whole seasons. Right. What the hell is it with you people? <laughs> What's it like inside your noggin? Are you that incapable of independent thought? I guess a lot of people are. I wish I wish you could take a tour of somebody else's psyche. You never say, wow, this is brand new. Where'd this come from? Does this make sense? Does the data bear it out? Who are the people pitching this? Pitching this? How do they benefit from it? What are the counter arguments? No, no, just, okay, okay, I'm down with it. I'll hurt anybody who disagrees. All of a sudden. A day we'll all remember for the rest of our lives. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Just got a text from somebody. First time COVID sufferer. They dodged it all the time. They're vaxxed and boosted, but they are day six of being sick, which is 
That's what happened to me. I was sick for a whole dang week on the new variant. So Oof. do what you want to do, but I'm just telling you, it is out there for some of us. Got to follow up on the Carlos Santana thing. So hippie musician from the Woodstock generation, Carlos Santana, on stage the other night said, a man is a man and a woman is a woman. And the San Francisco Chronicle did an article today uh, talking about Carlos Santana's anti-trans remarks and his transphobic comments a man is a man and a woman is a woman specifically he said when god made you and me before we came out of the womb you know who you are and what you are the guitarist is seen in a clip in a at a concert in new jersey play black magic woman later on when you grow up and you see things and you start believing that you could be something that sounds good but you know it ain't right because a woman is a woman and a man is a man that's it well he got scared off somehow, and he has apologized this morning. Uh, he released a statement on Facebook today where he wrote, I am sorry for my insensitive comments. They don't reflect that I want to honor and respect all persons' ideals and beliefs. I realize that what I said hurt people, and that was not my intent. I sincerely apologize to the transgender community and everyone I offended. My headline is, Old Man Bullied into Denying Reality. You respect and honor all beliefs? How about Nazism? How about racism? How about communism? How about the Druids? I doubt you honor all beliefs. How about the Druids? They're nuts. Don't get me started about the Druids. Anyway. So, uh, you know, his music company or the next venue he's about to play at probably said, look, there's going to be a thousand people outside the gate protesting. Just, just say, just do this. And he said, mm. all right. Yeah, if a conservative says shut up and play your guitar, that's a horrible outrage. But if the left says it, well, you got to shut up and play your guitar. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I, I've never really heard the term disabling before. This is uh, so interesting. And, you know, as usual, when we talk about this stuff, when we're talking about young people today, it's important to note we raised them. Yeah. They didn't decide on this stuff. Yeah. Of course, you know, I, I can hear as I connect psychically with the audience it's my unique power god a lot of you're thinking i didn't raise my kid like that at all so don't blame me but anyway we'll get on to the substance of it in a minute whether you rose raised your kids to have certain beliefs or the the schools did i heard this quote yesterday that i thought was so good i I meant to write it down but i'll be close to having it right it's i guess it's a really old saying um civilizations Always fall to the barbarians. And those barbarians are named our children. Is in a different language. But basically mm. the idea of the next group that's going to destroy what we've built is the young people who have a different idea than we had. Yes. And uh, the whole culture thing got out of hand. I mean, I, the quote came in the context of talking about how you know, culture isn't, you don't pass it down automatically. We're only one generation from it all falling apart all the time, as Reagan famously mm-hmm. said. It's basically that. The barbarians that are going to tear down this whole thing are, you know, another word for them is the children, the next generation. Yeah, that's an interesting concept. I mean, because, you know, with all due respect to what I said before about we raise them, there is an undeniable need that the young have, including me, 
to say, no, I'm not going to blindly accept the world that I was born into mm. and that the old people say is the right world. I'm going to overturn it because I'm a young, independent thinker, blah, blah, blah. And it used to be that the rest of society would say, in essence, look, you have some interesting ideas and, and we'll, we'll talk about them. We'll think about them. But in general, no, we're not going to overthrow the system because the system works really great. And it's developed over hundreds of years. So with all due respect to your angry young man act, uh, we're pretty good. From an evolutionary standpoint, why are we built to as 19 year olds just want to overthrow the current system, even if the current system is good? I think it's because we do need that bit of innovation and independence and uh, and and curious, uh, restless spirit. I think it's a good thing. But again, my point is that the bulk of what surrounds the angry young man, the revolutionary young women, and to a large extent, it's women these days who are really going nuts. Um, what surrounds them is people saying, uh, you know, some of your ideas are worth considering, but you need to grow up a little bit, get some life experience, and understand why we do it the way we do. I think the difference now is that you have the educational establishment, uh, the media establishment, etc., saying to the 23-year-old women's studies major, you're right, tear it down, tear it all down. I'm embarrassed by my attitudes from when I was young, like many people are, like, it's just ridiculous. I would slap me if I could talk to 22-year-old me. But I'll always That'd remember That'd be a heck this. of a use of a time machine. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go back and slap the hell out of myself. <laughs> um, I'll, always... I'll be back in 10 minutes or the blink of an eye or however time machines work. Or I'll come back old like Captain America and then what? I don't know. No. Uh, um, uh I'll always remember this, and this is going quite a while back, but it was on MTV, and it was uh, New Year's Eve 1989, so it was about to go into the decade of the 90s. And the comedian who ended up being an actor, Dennis Leary, who got ah, yeah. famous for that firefighter series that everybody liked so much. But right, anyway, yeah. Um, the comedian, I remember him saying, the 90s are going to make the 60s look like the 50s. And I remember thinking, Yes! Yes! That's awesome! Because it's just a hellscape we're living in here in 1989. Just, oh my oh. God, we need to overturn all this. I mean, it's so silly and stupid. <laughs> but, you know, that got the crowd really fired up. The 90s are going to make the 60s look like the 50s. Good! Why? And, and marketers have made billion do- billions of dollars on that impulse that all the young, including ourselves, all had. It's just it's part of humanity. But again, the difference is now they are surrounded by fellow lunatics screeching, you're right, tear it all down. So anyway, this is all a, a lengthy introduction to this topic, which I found so interesting. It's written by a gentleman by the name. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize, Colleen. Colleen is, I presume, a woman. As Carlos Santana so brilliantly put it, a man is a man and a woman is a woman. And I'm guessing Colleen is indeed a woman. She writes, my part-time job of note taker for a student with cerebral palsy was humbling. And she describes for a couple of years taking notes for this student in all of his classes. During exams, he would dictate his answers while we sat in the Office of Student Access Services. His work paid off and he graduated with a bachelor's degree. Without a note taker, as without a wheelchair, Jason would have been physically unable to access the class as well as its material and to demonstrate his knowledge and aptitude. And I would say to Colleen, I, I admire you so much for doing that. I'll bet you learned as much as Jason did, and I'm touched that people do that. But back to our main point. 
The accommodations offered to Jason were a rarity when I was a student, and even when I was beginning my college teaching career in 2009. Again, we're talking about, is it 60 or 70 years ago, 2009? Oh, that's right. It's the blink of an eye. As a new professor, I would receive on occasion, and certainly not every semester, letters from accessibility offices alerting me to a student's disability-related needs. So again, it was like maybe once a year or so. These letters almost always detailed physical limitations that prevented students from managing the classwork, such as needing a note-taker or providing closed captioning on videos. These accommodations, the, quote, modifications of policies, practices, and procedures, the provision of auxiliary aids and services, academic adjustments and modifications to the environment intended to remove barriers to equivalent access are mandated by the Americans with Disability Act. That's the verbiage in the, in the act, uh, specifically Section 504, blah, blah, blah. Over the past five years, however, my academic colleagues and I anecdotally noticed a significant increase in the frequency and type of accommodation being requested for accessibility offices. Unlike Jason's need for a note-taker due to his physical limitations from cerebral palsy, the majority of these recent requests are almost exclusively for a burgeoning number of college students identified as having mental health issues particularly anxiety or depression, and learning disorders or attention deficit disorders, even when those conditions did not significantly impact a student's life activities. The days of receiving one letter from the accessibility office every once in a while are over. It is now routine <clears throat> excuse me, uh, to have multiple students in each class, multiple students in every class, providing a letter requesting accommodations. These include needing up to twice the amount of time allotted to take an exam, requesting permission to miss a class due to anxiety or a therapy appointment, it's called flexible attendance, or to take an oral exam in private or by another means of assessment due to anxiety, or request to negotiate flexible submission dates for assignments that are not available to others in class. So lots of the kids all the time now. I'm uh, completely aware of this. Yeah. Yeah, and and, uh, unquestionably, and I'm also, it's it's legitimate in some cases. I'm not you know making the case it's not. I but. don't know. I actually don't know. I, I I was having this conversation, geez, like 24 hours ago with somebody about the whole ADHD thing. Prior to having a kid who gets diagnosed with that sort of thing, I thought, like a lot of you probably did, all right, your kid did. Oh, the, the, it came up with the 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 idea that. Um, I need to get the actual medical diagnosis to a teacher because everybody claims their kids have ADHD and teachers have come to just right another one because lots of people claim it without the diagnosis. They they think it's probably true, but they haven't taken the really difficult time, effort and money to get it diagnosed. It might mm-hmm. actually be true, blah, 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 the whole thing. But the problem is I had the idea of sure, everybody who's got a kid who doesn't want to pay attention uh, they diagnose them with something. Well, then there are lots and lots of kids who are diagnosed with these things in a way that wasn't true before. Sure. So mm-hmm. we've got both going on. I think. I think we've both got the there's something in the water or vaccines or I don't know what it is. I think it's plastics, but go on. Yeah, well, there's something that is causing more depression, anxiety, all that sort of stuff. We also are the softest society, perhaps in the history of societies, and anybody who doesn't want to do what they're told comes up with a medical condition for why they can't do it. Not another one of those damn both things are true situations. But I, don't, I, I don't, hate them. It's very frustrating because I don't know how we're going to handle it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's complicated for the reasons you pointed out. I remember um, in college. Wild being so litigious that if you dared question the fact that a kid might need special accommodations, you're going to get ruined. Right. Exactly true. Yeah. Wow. So we've gone from a probably overly hard-assed, unaccommodating society for reasons of survival, yes, that can never be forgotten. Correct. My one of my many uh, pet theories is that societies go from necessity to nicety, and when it's pure survival necessity, it's a hard-assed, uncompromising, and ultimately successful society. And that as things get more comfortable and safer, you move more and more toward nicety. And at some point, you know, a kid with cerebral palsy able to get, take college classes, that's a wonderful thing. Absolutely. But then you move past that to every single kid is asking for some accommodation because they don't like taking long tests because it gives them anxiety. Um, it gives everybody anxiety. You're being tested. Right. If give if standing up in front of a class and giving a speech makes you anxious, I know it made me anxious in the beginning, too, and I got over it by doing it more. Yeah, and exactly. And then realizing, oh, yeah. I didn't die, so it'll be easier to do it the next time. So, yeah, I don't know how you balance those things. Yeah, overcoming difficulty is kind of why we're here. Uh, the great, there's a great book I just got about stoicism that uh, is on that very topic. That it's the impediments that are what you're looking for. That's the that's the good stuff. Anyway, um, you know, I, to portray myself as some sort of paragon of courage and discipline would be a, a, a compliment I don't deserve. But I'm left-handed. And in the program I was in in college, we had long tests that were essentially essays, pages of essays. And as a lefty, it's slower and more difficult to write. Because it's a the, bad idea mechanically. Because of the curse of the devil. Well, exactly, yeah. Literally, the Latin word sinister means left-handed. And appropriately um, so. Oh, I would agree. Yes, certainly. As my overlord Satan has told me many times, Joe, I know it's tough, but I appreciate your good work. Um <laughs> But it's funny, at no point did I ever think, because it's more slow and difficult for me to write, right. I ought to get some special accommodation. I just wrote as fast as I could. And again, I'm not, I'm not, you know, uh, Lewis and Clark over here. That's not my point. Right. I had a great point, but we're out of time, and it scared me off. Oh, uh, Maybe I'll get to it. it when I come back, or you can text us, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So just one more note from this uh, really interesting article about disabling, as they call it in universities, these kids who demand uh, accommodations for their disability. It's gone from a, as a teacher, maybe you get one a year to now it's multiple kids in every single class and most of it emotional stuff. Um, In 2016, a remarkable one-fifth of the undergraduate population in the United States was determined by their college to have a disability. Wow. With learning disabilities, attention deficit disorder, and the psychological issues of anxiety and depression comprising the vast, vast majority of those quote-unquote disabilities. Whether it's all real in which case it should be a national crisis that we dedicate money like the moon landing to. Good point. Or it's just coddling normal problems all human beings have. It's a huge problem. Or a mixture of the two. It's a mixture of the two, I think, clearly. But Right, it's right. It's a big problem. Yeah. <clears throat> As people, and again, societies evolve, and and we these kids didn't raise themselves, but you know, at some point in everybody's life, I think they make a series of excuses for why something's not going to happen or can't happen or whatever. And some mentor says, after hearing the list, yes, those are the things you must overcome to be successful. Now go overcome them, and you think, oh, okay. You don't stop at the first hurdle, you leap over it. And I think we've kind of lost that, hey, that's a hurdle, but you can do it. To our detriment. I believe that's Oliver Anthony's wife. That's her musical style. She's a little more techno. Her sister. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. There he is pressing the buttons in the control room. Michelangelo. Michael? Well, my wife and I, we're going to go shopping for a treadmill. And I'm really hoping that we'll... We're going to put it in our home and that we're going to use it. It's not going to end up on a garage sale, you know, five years from now. It's um, it's a great tool if one uses it. I mean, and I'm only I saying know. that like 
in theory, because I've never done it. <laughs> Two, three times a week, M-Dog, get on it while you're watching TV. You're it's new, great yep. while you're watching sports, because sports gives you adrenaline. Put it in front of your new 77-inch television. Yeah, that's what I'll do. There you go. Good advice. Normally, we'd go to our esteemed newswoman, Katie Green, but she has the day off. Jack, a final thought for us? On the topic we were just discussing, I've had some version of this conversation with my kids several times this week about a number of topics like you know i really don't like one of my teachers who are mean blah 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 how am i gonna you know who else you know what other kids have had teachers they didn't like everybody everybody yes i tried to tell my kids hey yes your teacher's an idiot dealing with that idiot is more important as a lesson than the lessons the idiot is trying to teach you. Manage that. Get through it. It's a life lesson. They scowled at me. Ingrates. Sometimes learning state capitals is more important than anything. Granted. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. See you Monday. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. This is a beautiful moment. This is the sort of original sin. This is a joke. Um, This is horrible. There is no point. It's weird. It's weird. Enough talk. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. Are you f***ing high, bro? Another day in paradise. Uh, Wait, hold my beer. Okay. <laughs> a practice of which I do not approve. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great Friday, you mother uh, Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.